Let's revisit one of our top stories. I know snow uh, and the region's response to it is the story uh, of the day, but uh, one of the other stories, of course, that has uh, is an ongoing saga is, of course, the policing situation in Surrey. We had Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke join us at 4 o'clock where she pushed back on her critics who say she's refusing to pay new recruits uh, to the city's municipal police force. Ms. Locke says the 10 officers in the Surrey Police Service that were hired in December were not approved or budgeted for, uh, and she says that the uh, police services operating a massive deficit at this point uh the sps union is paying those 10 officers joining me now to talk a little bit about the surrey police transition is mike farnworth bc's minister of public safety and solicitor general minister thank you for joining us today my pleasure uh, I think the f- obvious question, the first question here is, uh, how do you view this in regards to Surrey, uh, the city of Surrey not paying the salaries of these 10 recruits and the union uh, being forced to compensate these uh, officers? I think it's absolutely outrageous. I think it's vindictive. I think it's punitive. Um, if the, uh, the mayor wants to criticize me and my decision, fine. But you don't take it out on, uh, on, on, on recruits, uh, police officers, who want to want to do a job, want to serve their community, uh, a dangerous job, uh, and say, oh, we're not going to pay them, uh, particularly at a time when communities right across the country are trying to get uh, police, police recruits. You would think the, uh, the mayor would want to welcome them, uh, not make their life difficult. Uh, do you, how much, um, how do I say this, do you believe the city is, uh, the, or the SPS uh, has a deficit and that they're massively over budget? No, what I know has happened is, is the city only funded the SPS, the SPS for six months. And they did that on the basis of their, they, their expectation was that uh, they would be transitioning back uh, to the RCMP and within six months, the Surrey Police Service would be gone. Uh, and at the time, that's not realistic. Uh, I made a decision uh, that said, no, that uh, they must continue with the, uh, the, the, the transition to the Surrey Police Service. Um, they had an opportunity at that point to have adjusted their city's budget uh, from uh, $49 million to I think it would probably would have been somewhere around $75 million. Um, in October, I made changes to the Police Act that made it a matter of law that the city of Surrey must be policed by the Surrey Police Service, and they've got to complete that transition. Again, they should have recognized that, that they would need to adjust their budget. Um, in December, um, the the director, uh, the, Sur- the Surrey Police Board, um, applied to the director of policing uh, under a section of the Act, Section 27 of the Police Act, uh, ha- which allows for a review um, by my director of police services, an independent review in determining, uh, you know, the state of the budget. The director of police services has asked the city and the Surrey Police Service to provide their submissions by January 28th, and they'll make a decision on that. But the bottom line is this, um, the idea that you only fund police for six months um, even if you want to go back, is just is just nonsense. It's it's under budgeting, and then to come out and say at the end of you know uh, in, uh, in in January, oh they're massively overspending. No, you massively shortchanged the budget. Is what you did. Uh, and the argument that um, the city makes that the, the SPS is just far more expensive, thirty million a year. Um, is there? Do you first of all do you buy those numbers? Number one and number two, is there a way to deal with that? Well, that's why we put the $150 million on the table. That $150 million has been communicated again and again and again, both in writing to the city and publicly in the media on this show and other, uh, that that money is there to assist with the, uh, with the, the transition. 
Uh, and that, that $30 million number is based on numbers that the city of Surrey itself provided us. Uh, so, you know, that's a, a significant contribution to assist with the, the, the transition. Uh, is this a case of, in your mind, ragging the puck until this ends up in court and they get a court date by the city itself? That's uh, the only thing that I can think of, is that this is literally a case of ragging the puck, uh, trying to put up obstacle after obstacle. And the reality is, is uh, the decision was made, the decision was final, it's in law. And the city needs to get its head out of the sand and recognize that uh, the transition is a legal requirement by the province of British Columbia uh, to move to the Surrey Police Service and that they need to get on with it. Uh, as you and I have this conversation, there is also a public relations campaign launched by the city. I think the budget is about a half a million dollars. Uh, they've already put up a billboard. There have been mail-outs to uh, Surrey taxpayers. Um, we have the mayor on this show already saying that you expect a double-digit property tax increase because of this transition to the SPS. Um, and already uh, in those mail-outs, they're referring to that as the NDP Surrey tax. Uh, this clearly speaks to the city going a certain route, uh, completely opposite of what you have directed them to do so. Where do we go from here in regards to finding a solution, Minister? Well, the solution is for the city of Surrey to follow the law of the province of British Columbia. Uh, the director of police services has all the powers needed in terms of ensuring that the transition uh, will continue. Um, I, you know, I, I do find it fascinating that the city of Surrey thinks, oh, we can spend money on advertising and flyers and billboards and high priced consultants to tell us what to do. But they don't want to pay hardworking men and women who want nothing more than to serve the community that many of them grew up in and be a police officer uh, uh, helping to keep uh, the city of Surrey a, a safe community. Uh, that, to me, is a disservice to the citizens of Surrey who wanted a decision made, a decision's been made, and now I think the vast majority of them just want this over and done with. Uh, and as you said, you've made a decision. Most people want this over and done with, but it isn't over and done with. What powers do you have to just say, you know, enough's enough. I'm going to bring down the hammer. We're going to take over in Surrey. First, A, can you as minister and through your staff take over the budgeting and the transition? Or or will you still be very patient at the end of the day? That, those are my words, not yours. Patient and allow this to continue for more weeks or months in regards to this issue. The Surrey has filed their, their, their court case for the judicial review. That's their, uh, that's their right to do so. That will play itself out. At the same time, the, uh, the province will continue uh, to drive forward and work with the, uh, the federal government or the federal RCMP uh, on, on getting the changes and the things that need to happen uh, in place. That moves forward. Uh, I'm not surprised that the Surrey has been, you know, throwing up obstacles. It's something that was anticipated. And, and we, just, we just work through them and we go through them. And that's what we'll continue to do. The Act gives the, uh, the, the Director of Police Service is significant powers when it comes to uh, budgeting to ensure that we've got safe and effective policing in the community of Surrey, regardless of what the city of Surrey uh, wants to uh, do or, or not do uh, in terms of, of its budget. And so I'm confident that the, uh, the powers and the tools that the province needs are there. Uh, the work continues. We've got uh, a very capable um, um, administrator in terms of the police board, uh, we've got a special advisor, Jessica McDonald, who's working hard on this, and we're working uh, with the RCMP, the Surrey Police Service, uh, to get this done. 
uh, and we will do that. So just to confirm, uh, if this if the city continues with its uh, stance when, and continues, uh, some would argue, to block this transition from the RCMP to a new municipal police force, your director of police services has the power to say this is the direction we're going in. You will find the m- money in your budget and you will fund this transition, whether Ms. Locke or the council doesn't like it. What I'm saying is, is that the Director of Police Services has the powers and the tools necessary to ensure the transition will continue, and it will continue, and it will get done. Uh, the city of Surrey, as I said, needs to get its head out of the sand and realize the law of the province is the law of the province. And it is very clear. Uh, the law uh, specifically states that uh, Surrey will be policed by the Surrey Police Service. Well, that's about as definitive as one can be. Minister, uh, on a snowy day like today, I really appreciate you making time for us. I hope you, I don't know if you're working from home today or whether uh, you went into the office. A couple of things. Uh, I have been working from home, but I did have to go out. uh, And, uh, you know, I would say most people uh, drove responsibly, but it still uh, surprises me uh, that there are those out there who think that they can still drive at whatever speed they want. I guess... I don't know. I guess you call them snow runs. Um, <laughs> That's a new word. I think you just came up with a new one. <laughs> snow runs. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but m- most people were driving. There wasn't a lot of traffic, uh, and the uh, the plows were out, uh, and uh, roads were being sanded. And I know when I came back, I was seeing improvement. And let's just hope the weather improves. So There you go. Minister, uh, as always, thanks for your time.